0: Hello, friends. This is Bob Friedland with another podcast for you today. It's uh, 3.07 p.m. Central Time, February 8th, 2022. And we've got a podcast to create and share with you. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Uh, I hope that uh, I will offer something of value to you in this podcast, a way of thinking about stocks, of looking at stocks and trying to figure out what one can do as an amateur. And as I always say, I am an amateur, an amateur investor who has been investing in the market for over 50 years now. And I have to tell you, I had a discussion with my own financial advisor, one of them, and uh, reaffirmed that I was very happy to have somebody else manage my own major retirement investments, but I sure do love investing and picking stocks and talking about them and going to stock club meetings and that kind of thing. But remember, I'm an amateur investor, so please consult with your professional investment advisor before making any investment decisions based on any information on this website. There's no guarantee of any losses or gains or other results from what I have to say, but hopefully it will help you understand stocks just a little bit better. Today, just like I always do, I wanna include a poem and I have a poem for you. Uh, I wanna try a little Lewis Carroll, The Walrus and the Carpenter, rather famous poem. And then I wanna talk about Qualcomm, QCOM, a stock that I have owned on and off. I don't believe I have any shares of it this time, but it's very attractive and I certainly would consider buying some shares in Qualcomm, as I will explain. But let's start off with a poem. To kind of lighten things up just a little bit. <clears throat> I like Lewis Carroll, you know, from Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. The Walrus and the Carpenter. The sun was shining on the sea, shining with all his might. He did his very best to make the billows smooth and light, bright. And this was odd because it was the middle of the night. The moon was shining sulkily because she thought the sun had got no business to be there after the day was done. It's very rude of him, she said, to come and spoil the fun. The sea was wet as wet could be. The sands were dry as dry. You could not see a cloud because no cloud was in the sky no birds were flying overhead, there were no birds to fly. The walrus and the carpenter were walking close at hand, they wept like anything to see such quantities of sand. If this were only cleared away, they said, it would be grand. If seven maids with seven mops swept it for half a year, do you suppose, the walrus said, that they could get it clear? I doubt it, said the carpenter, and "'shed a bitter tear. "'Oh, oysters, come and walk with us,' the walrus did beseech. "'A a pleasant walk, a pleasant talk, along the briny beach. "'We cannot do with more than four to give a hand to each.' "'The eldest oyster looked at him, but never a word he said. "'The eldest oyster winked his eye and shook his heavy head, "'meaning to say he did not choose to leave the oyster bed.' But four young oysters hurried up, all eager for the treat. Their coats were brushed, their faces washed. Their shoes were clean and neat, and this was odd because, you know, they hadn't any feet. Four other oysters followed them, and yet another four. And thick and fast they came at last, and more and more and more, all hopping through the frothy waves and scrambling to the shore. The walrus and the carpenter walked on a mile or so, and then they rested on a rock conveniently, conveniently low. And all the little oysters stood and waited in a row. The time has come, the walrus said, to talk of many things, of shoes and ships and sealing-wax, of cabbages and kings, and why the sea is boiling hot and whether pigs have wings. But wait a bit, the oysters cried, before we have our chat, for some of us are out of breath, and all of us are fat. No hurry, said the carpenter. They thanked him much for that. A loaf of bread, the walrus said, is what we chiefly need. Pepper and vinegar, besides, are very good indeed. Now, if you're ready, oysters dear, we can begin to feed. But not on us, the oysters cried, turning a little blue. After such kindness, that would be a dismal thing to do. The night is fine, the walrus said. Do you admire the view? It was so kind of you to come, and you're very nice. The carpenter said nothing but cut us another slice. I wish you were not quite so deaf. I've had to ask you twice. It seems a shame, the walrus said, to play them such a trick. AFTER WE BROUGHT THEM OUT SO FAR AND MADE THEM TROT SO QUICK. THE CARPENTER SAID NOTHING BUT THE BUTTERS SPREAD TOO THICK. I WEEP FOR YOU, THE WALRUS SAID. I DEEPLY SYMPATHIZE WITH SOBS AND TEARS. HE SORTED OUT THOSE OF THE LARGEST SIZE, HOLDING HIS POCKET handkerchief BEFORE HIS DREAMING EYES. OF OYSTERS, SAID THE CARPENTER, YOU'VE HAD A PLEASANT RUN. Shall we be trotting home again? But answer came there, none. And this was scarcely odd because they'd eaten everyone. And that is the walrus and the carpenter. But let's talk stocks. In particular, let's talk about Qualcomm. Now, if we look at uh, Yahoo, we can see that Qualcomm benefits from 5G. It's one of the uh, wireless technology companies. According to Yahoo, they have three segments, Qualcomm CDMA technology, Qualcomm technology licensing, and Qualcomm strategic initiatives. And basically they are... First of all, they're based in San Diego, and they're a company that produces equipment involved in telecommunications. You know, sometimes I really don't care exactly what a company does, although it's nice to know. adds a little kind of feeling for where the company might go because companies and stocks are, Kind of like black boxes. And I've thought about even retitling this whole podcast, Black Box Investing. And from whatever they do, they produce revenue. They produce earnings. They produce free cash flow, hopefully. But basically, they produce financial results for those that own those black boxes called shares of stock. So let's start out we have very little little understanding of Qualcomm. And on February 3rd 2022, so that was five days ago, they reported their first quarter fiscal 22, 2022 results. And as uh, this Zachs report relates, this was driven by the ramp up in 5g enabled chips, and a surge in the demand for essential products and services that are the building blocks for, quote, digital transformation in the cloud economy. So we can start with uh, going through this particular article about what the first quarter results were. We can uh, see that their net income came in at $3.399 3.399 million or $2.98 a share from 2.455 million or $2.12 a share in the prior year. That is a large increase, $2.12 to 2.98, of 86 cents, which is about close to uh, close to 30% growth. And if we look at their reports, and, and the Zacks article includes a, a little chart of all their prior reports. Um, by the way, the bottom line exceeded ZAC management's guidance and beat the Zacks consensus estimate by 22 cents. And if we look at uh, prior earnings reports, we see that earnings beat expectations for the last one, two, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 quarters over five years uh, of results. Clearly, there's a pattern there. Disappointment of a reported result is much, much worse than exceeding expectations one could imagine. In terms of revenue... The revenue came at 10.7 million, 10,700 million, excuse me. So that'd be 10.7 billion compared with 8.2 billion. Can you imagine going from in 8.2 billion to 10.7? That's 2.5, again, about a 30% increase in revenue as well. So, This figure, by the way, beat the consensus estimate of $10.45 And then they break down some of the other where they they got it. Now, as far as guidance in the same report for the second quarter of fiscal 2022, 2022 Qualcomm expects revenue of ten point two to $11 billion. And, uh, Earnings of 239 to 259 per share. In any case, um, they had bullish guidance and had a great quarterly report with estimates, excuse me, with with revenue and earnings exceeding expectations. Let's take a quick look at their uh, chart. Qualcomm chart, and uh, when we use a three-point reversal, which means that it takes $3 for the chart to generate an X on the upside, or a $3 move to to the downside to get an O, uh, we see that going back into December of 2020, stock was trading around $146 a share, and reached a recent high of about 192 dollars a share. In that would be in November of 2021. Since that time, there was some weakness. It dipped as low as 158, came back to 192 for the third time in a row, uh, this February, this month, and dipped all the way down to 174. Currently trading at 178.42, up $3.33 or 1.9% today. Um, Not really having gotten away from us, but uh, essentially a nice level at this time, the same level it's been since um, November of 2021. What about longer term? If we look at uh, Morningstar, which I like to do. So so we, we've looked at the chart. It says, okay, the chart looks okay. We've looked at the latest quarter. They're doing well. They're growing quickly. They're exceeding expectations. What about the last three years? Morningstar.com, if you put in Qualcomm and look under financials, you can see that the revenue, uh, which was 24.27 in 2019, did take a dip down to 2353 Billion in 2020, but then accelerated to 33.57 billion in 2021, and 36 billion in the trailing 12 months. So essentially, since from 2019, uh, the company is generating revenue of 50% more than it was just over that little over two-year period. Same with uh, diluted earnings per share. This has been. And increase steadily from $3.59 per share in 2019 to $7.87 in 2021 and $8.73 in the trying 12 months. Cash flow. If we look click on the cash flow, we can see free cash flow increase from $6.40 in 2019, dipping to $4.41, but then Rebounding to $8.65 in 2021, but $7.42, a little less in 12 months. So they have a real healthy free cash flow, even with $7.42 billion, That that would uh, still, with a revenue of $36 billion, that's almost a 20% free cash flow yield off of $36 billion in revenue. What about dividends or stock dividends? Um, the company has been steadily increasing its dividend from $0.97 cents a share in 2012 to $2.43 a share in 2018 and $2.48 a share in 2019. In uh, 2020, one company paid $0.65 cents a share in March and increased the dividend up to $0.68 cents a share, where it has been since then. What about stock dip, uh, splits? Always oh, it's interesting to see it, but last stock split, split appears to be in 2004 was a two-for-one. And then back in 1990, they had both a four-for-one and a two-for-one stock split. And in 94, there was another two-for-one split. So the stock has been moving higher and splitting. Uh, has not split for quite a few, no, few years with the last stock split back in 2004. What about uh, estimates going forward? And we can take a look at that. If we under Yahoo Finance, if we pull up Qualcomm again, look at analysis, we see that there's quite a few analysts out there that follow this company and between 26 and 27 and even up to 29 analysts. The average estimate for revenue this year is $41.54 billion, and it is 44.87 billion next year, about an 8% increased. In terms of earnings, earnings are estimated this year at 1156 going to $1,234 next year. And what is interesting, uh, To get that $11.56 per share earnings, it increased from $9.29 90 days ago to $10.70 30 days ago, and even $10.73 just seven days ago. And yet the current estimate is for $11.56. Similarly, next year, uh, estimates 90 days ago were for $9.69 a share per Yahoo, increasing all the way to $11.64 a week ago, and now is at $12.34 for next year. That'd be 2023. So we have a picture of Qualcomm, a company that we can understand in in our Peter Lynch style about understanding the 5G rollout and the need for telecommunications and the tremendous growth possibilities that exist. We can see the chart showing a definite trend higher. Uh, One thing we could talk about, one more thing before I wrap it up is to talk a little bit about statistics because the trailing PE is not that steep on this company at 20.52. Forward PE for next 12 months is 16.95 and we have a peg ratio five year expected of 1.05 saying that this is a very good value for the amount of earnings and the growth that's expected uh, for the stock price where it currently is sitting. So we have a stock with a good value reported a solid quarterly report in the latest quarter has been growing nicely the last three years and has estimates going forward that are very strong and increasing up to the present time. Qualcomm looks like a buy to me. Certainly, uh, check with any of your investment advisors before making any decision, but uh, it's a kind of stock I could see myself purchasing in the near future. And then the Walrus and the Carpenters certainly... Uh, Entertaining poem, to top it off. Anyhow, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. It is February 2022. This is Bob Friedland for Stock Picks Bob's Advice with a podcast talking about Qualcomm and a poem from Lewis Carroll. Please let me know if you have any questions regarding this podcast or other stocks that you'd like me to take a look at. And you can visit uh, my home base on potomatic.com and look for Stock Picks Bob's advice. Thank you again for joining with me today. And good night.